to another episode of the Nintendo RTM Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Joining me today is Wario Will. Ah, uh, so uh, an entire week of enjoying this game and just like the only, I only had just been so much more and I need more. I need more Splatoon 3 in my veins. <laughs> I could have used it more today. I played like just a little bit today for my review, but which I will get to. Also here, of course, is Skull Kit Scott. Hello. I actually haven't played as much Splatoon as I probably wanted to, too. <laughs> I had four reviews on the site this week. <laughs> yeah, like, I can only imagine how it is reviewing four games at the same time. And like, yeah, even that that's a bit much, if, even as far as game reviewers. <laughs> Not my fault. Everyone just gave me keys on the same day. <laughs> yeah, that, that was me a little while ago with all the shows I had to review because this was like one after the other. Uh, now I know there was a little bit of confusion about something that happened last week, so let me to clarify. We did record a podcast episode last week. Uh, Will was at the New York uh, Nintendo store to get Splatoon three early. Scott and I were by ourselves, and we did we recorded the full podcast. Now, as you know, my mic for whatever reason does not pick up my voice as it should, so I sound soft most of the time. I've apologized that profusely. Uh, we decided that since it was just going to be a two-man show, I would do what's called multi-track recording, which would separate our voice files, and I would just amplify my voice to be at the level of Scott's, and then I would, you know, see if I could fuse them together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We hit the record button on TeamSpeak, which is where we record, and we did our 15-minute podcast, and it was great. We talked about a lot of cool stuff. And then when I hit stop recording and I went to edit the podcast, the files weren't there. <laughs> we, there was a whole folder dedicated to multi-track recording, and I had tested this out before to see what it looked like. The files are gone. <laughs> it was just gone. I looked everywhere in the folders that I had. I could not find them. The folder was there. The files were not. So that podcast is just lost. <laughs> Lost to time and eternity and terrible technical glitches. Somewhere in some temporary cache and some forgotten and lost computer file. Yeah. So we do apologize. We, we fully admit that last week was more about, it was just a lighter week. We had some good news to talk about. You know, we talked about the you know, new Pokemon trailer. I got, a, I got a Rayquaza jacket. It's awesome. That's why I, ha I had Poke Drip, as I called it. Uh, I never said drip so much in my life. And <laughs> we, we talked about all the games we were looking forward to for the rest of 2022. And it was just a nice lighter show. Sadly, it something happened. I really don't know. Even our boss, Cooper Keith, doesn't know. And so we are back to our regular recording until I can figure this the heck out or I can fix my mic. Whatever comes first. I really don't know. But uh, today, tonight is too important to, to try the multi-track again because of the Nintendo Direct that did drop in everywhere but the UK. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it did, it did drop in the UK, but it was a video on demand versus live. And then, but hey, just to balance it out, uh, the Irish played it twice back to back. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. <laughs> they didn't want to step on any toes, if you get my drift. Uh... You could say the Irish really relished it. <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible. Uh, standards, even I just couldn't resist. 
Um, but yes, there is an, there, there was a huge Nintendo Direct that had multiple, multiple, multiple announcements. So as usual, we're going to de dedicate most of our podcast tonight to breaking that Nintendo Direct. So gentlemen, let's do some Direct Poke. <laughs> All right. So like we always do, we're going to do it step by step. Beginning to end. And we're going to start off, of course, with the Nintendo Direct graphic. I feel they should improve this. It's not bad. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so basic. I mean, like, the, this color swipe and the, the date. Do we need to know the date? No, we know the date. That's what we've been waiting for this date forever. Okay. Uh, first up, huge surprise, but also confirmation of a leak. The only confirmation of a leak. All right. You heard me. You heard me. Mike Grubb, or whatever heck your name was, Mr. Oh, we're going to have a Zelda Focus Direct, and we're going to get a Metroid Prime Remaster. Where was that? Huh? Nowhere. It's in, it's in the September 12th Direct, not the 13th. Oh! <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that that guy clearly believes in fairy tales. There is no Easter Bunny, there is no Tooth Fairy, and there is no Queen of England. Moving on! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> how much that meme has aged that movie I, I, it's so strange that's true for stranger than fiction now fiction becomes real oh, but i digress and apparently cartoon network played it the day at the death like that's just poetic like that's mm. beautiful like give the person who thought of that a raise anyway uh the first game revealed was a brand new fire emblem title fire emblem engage I'm going to talk about that name at length. <laughs> I promise you. But, but long story short, we are getting a new full... This is the, the rumored uh, Fire Emblem game that's been apparently completed for a while now, if you believe that one leak report. And in this world, there was a fell dragon, a different fell dragon from Robin, just to be clear. And it was defeated long ago, but the bonds that sealed it are broken and it's returned to the world. You are a male or female protagonist who happens to be a dragon from a royal family of dragons. So let's just roll with it. Also, you have red and blue hair. Why not? And I'm not judging. I'm just saying. But you are summoned to try and bring balance back to the world and stop the fell dragon once more. Standard Fire Emblem plot. But here's where the twist comes in. You have these special rings. And these rings will allow you to summon... Fire Emblem characters from the lore. So in this trailer, we saw Marth, we saw Sigurd, we saw Celica, we also saw references to Lin and Roy and Micaiah, and they will give you enhanced stats, special abilities, and just look dang cool. I mean, the visuals, can we all agree the visuals look really good? They look fantastic. Yeah, if I recall correctly, like from the report, it was from the Gus team who did like the Atelier games, so which can notice the similar styles of it all. Yep. And just to be clear, this is still turn-based, Fire Emblem style, top-down. Uh, there are some small improvements, like the uh, the UI, where you actually like see the characters like do a small pose before they attack, and you, you list their stats. It's really cool. Um, but it, it looks and plays like your standard Fire Emblem game with the HP, the damage, the hits, the crits, all of it. And uh, the point of the game, outside of you know defeating the Fell Dragon, is to collect all the rings, to unlock all these Fire Emblem characters, and you know, get more allies and blah, 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 blah. So build your army, build your <laughs> army, get the rings, you know, one ring to rule them all and all that. 
it's it's kind of funny like as well we're going to the, the theme of the rings because one engagement means engagement ring and like oh since God. you can use it as both male or female like yeah you can only imagine good fan f- fiction material like yeah marrying marv marrying yeah sigurd or heck i can only imagine when they bring in lynn or other other characters into the fold then yeah they, it's gonna go real popping off yeah. i i will i will admit it that took me a while to catch the, the notion of like engage engagement rings um, I just thought it was really weird sounding, and I thought, oh yeah, because it's rings, like you you are connecting with these characters on a different level. So that's clever. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> like, think, At least it's unique. It is unique. <laughs> but like, but think about it. Think of like you know, Fire Emblem Blazing Sword, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, Radiant Dawn, Fates, Three Houses, Engage. I mean, <laughs> it's... A, I mean, is someone out there a Star Trek fan? I was, about I was to just thinking about that. <laughs> I was about to connect that joke. So, yeah, it's definitely right. like a weird name to say the least. Like, yeah, because like even Fates was like a good one syllable, like, but it yeah. got the theme right. But when you just use something like engage using a verb in it, it's just like, it's definitely not as striking. I mean, it's not like Super Smash Bros. Melee or Brawl and all yeah. that. So, yeah. And, and, and those ones work because it's like, it's fighting, it's, it's meant to invoke. And then even Ultimate. It's meant to be that way because it's the ultimate conglomerate of all these characters from all these different franchises. With this, it's it's Fire Emblem Engage. Like, okay? (laughs) Like, yes, engage. With what? (laughs) Yes, is. Yeah. With your waifu, obviously, or husbando, (laughs) if you swing that way. I mean, again, that's kind of what they're going for. And, like, from what they shot off in in the trailer itself, like, yeah, it is going back to that old formula and, like, it is definitely more you can definitely see like the atelier style like the, the gust ideas that's in this game like sure it's like obviously we come a long way since from the old games of fire emblem and like just how they it's basically like very pops off like including with the main character and all is i don't know it, it definitely may like turn off some veterans off but i think it looks pretty decent for the most part i like it's, it plus like, like they also brought in like their theatrical moves that gus likes to do oh yeah oh yeah 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 that you know from other games yeah and yeah and just, just briefly as well uh like the main character like when we describe it in the beginning like the red and blue hair a lot of people basically calling them pepsi prince or princess just yeah. because of the whole red and blue aspect <laughs> well, which I've, I've seen them go farther and say that they basically are vtubers they're um, the VTubers actually, of Crest. Funny <laughs> enough, because, like, yes, I am the one who who is the VTuber fan here, and it's actually made from the artist of uh, Mika Picasso. If you know the artist, he, he, he is the one who is responsible for, for making VTubers such as Hecos Bells of Hollow Lives. So, yeah, if you wow. notice that style, then, yes, that is basically that's the same person, Mika, Mika Picasso. Interesting. That is, I did not know that, but I can see why they, it, it does look a little odd compared to, like, I don't want to say typical because like a lot of them have blue hair. <laughs> like you're saying... they're not blue haired pro tags. They're not like it's unique colored haired pro tags we used in anime. Yeah, it, 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 I mean they've got anime before. Just look at Camilla, but yeah, <laughs> how could you not? Um, true story. When when Fire Emblem Fates came out and the first trailer showed Camilla, my buddy Blaine was like, "Yeah, have you seen her?" And I go, "Oh crap!" And he goes, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. the best the best thing about this game, and, I, and I'm being honest here, the best thing about this game is its release date. It's coming out January 20th. Yep, yep. They are pulling an Arceus and putting our major title in January. I love this. I absolutely love it. 
because mm-hmm. we, we need it. We absolutely need a game to kick off the year, especially since the last ga- big game of this year, officially now, is going to be Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which is mm-hmm. fine. That's two months until Engage comes out. I'm going to say it like Picard every time. Engage comes out. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so happy for this because we need, because there used to be a time when the, like, we had a drought in those months. Remember that? Wasn't correct, correct. Right? In the beginning, first quarter. Yeah, yeah. So this is definitely on my wish list, and or and as Scott has found out, on my review list. <laughs> nice try. Okay, I'll get a physical copy. <laughs> and I just can't help as well with going to the engagement ring as well, like when you summon the heroes. It's basically, yes, you're basically summoning Jodo stance, or in this case, Fire Emblem stance, <laughs> it seems. Yeah. Fair. I mean, they're, they're Honestly, pretty- the thing is, too, is I could see this being like a gotcha element, too. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna hardline it and say um, they're gonna have like definitive characters who they summon because it, it makes sense because look at if you look at the trailer again the sword wheeling protagonist gets marked then he had a horseback rider getting Sigurd and he had a mage getting Celica mm-hmm. so I think they're gonna just and they, and they showed like the what do you want to call them uh, the, the not the sigils the hieroglyphics or whatever the uh dang it what's that what's the phrase mosaic there you go like, uh, like a mosaic at the beginning with lynn and micaiah and yeah, yeah, yeah 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 or, or ella wood whichever one and <laughs> they look the same their father and son um you know they they showed those characters so i wouldn't be surprised if they're some of the ones that we some we don't know how many rings there are going to be but i, I would have a feeling especially since this is a mainline title uh they're gonna restrict who is going to be in it for one reason or another well, probably the main reason is they don't want to have so many models. Right, right. And plus, it was, it was coming out in January, so unfortunately, they don't really have much time. I'm guessing soon. Mm. Well, I mean, but again, if they're if the game has already been done for a year, like that rumor. Oh started, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That okay. It, it, anyway, January twentieth, <laughs> Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, we're all excited. We'll probably talk about who, the characters we want in the game later on another show. But we got to keep going because <laughs> there is even more news to talk about, including oh yeah, there is a special edition. Just so you know, and uh, it looks really good. They got like an art book. They got special uh, art cards and a poster. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks really nice. I mean, if if anything, like from the heart, the um, not the Fire Emblem Warriors game and all that, I think it's pretty much in the similar realm of it. So it's like pretty much a standard. Thankfully, it's just yeah. standard. All right, next up, uh, this was actually a, another rumor that came true. It was it takes two. Mm. It takes two, baby. It t- anyone. No? Okay, fine. Uh, it's a song. Look it up. It was also a uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. It wasn't bad. It had Steven Gutenberg. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm showing my age. Shut up. Uh, but that's coming. That's what was one of the best indie games that won the Game Awards last year. Uh, that's cool. Uh, Fatal Frame. We're getting another one of those with uh, Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse or something like that. Yes, yes, yes. Pretty much. Yeah, Which is yeah. only in Japan only. Yes, yes. Wait, what do you No, it's coming over. Like it previously, it was. Yeah, it was, it was used to. Yeah, the Fatal Frame series was basically only Japan for a while until the first one came out eventually. Now this one's finally coming over. Yeah, sounds like Fire Emblem. <laughs> pretty much, pretty I'm much. I'm just yeah. saying, because uh, we still have some of those. Where's my genealogy? The Holy War. Also a rumor <laughs> that didn't happen. Thanks a lot. Um, all right, moving on. We have Xenoblade Chronicles Two. The next uh, up, part of the expansion pass is coming out soon. And it will feature a new hero quest, so Scott will be happy. Yes, and more it, classes. Yes. <laughs> it is a uh, mechanical hero known as Eno. And 
definitely a unique design. She also chugs ether, so okay then. Uh, you will be able to get her hero battle. And then there's going to be challenge battles where you do like chains of enemies. And if you win, you get special rewards. So good luck trying that out. Uh, then there will still be two more volumes. Uh, one of them will have, the next one will have a new hero as well. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, this one comes out October 13th. So less than a month away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and again, there's going to be two more packs that come out at a later time. All right, next up we have uh, not talking about SpongeBob. <laughs> okay. This one I need to talk about because it's just too weird. Fist of the North Star Fitness. Yeah, what? that was like, <laughs> what the heck? I mean, granted, I even tried the demo. I'm like, fine, it is. But the fact they had to get the license of Fist of the North Star and bring it to a fitness game of all things. I mean, sure, I've heard pachinko machines and all that, but a fitness game with Fist of the North Star. What? I, I want to know who had, who had enough alcohol to actually think of this. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I probably wouldn't imagine if they, they if they even got JoJo with this thing, then fine. <laughs> like, that would be, like, absolutely crazy. But the fact they got Fist of the North Star is, like, okay. This is, like, for the most left-field combos ever, but fine. But I, I want, if I want another Fist of the North Star game, I just get the um, Lost, Lost Paradise. That's what I'll be taking. We're playing. <laughs> Look, I, I, I know a Fist of the North Star, mainly because of the death battle. Um... I know this is an important anime series. All I can say is I'm not going to get the game because if I was to play it, I would already be dead. <laughs> That's right. I know the lore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, he totally kicks JoJo's butt. Anyway, uh, we also had uh, new reveals like Oddballers from Ubisoft. Tunic, which has been a very popular. Mm, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's coming to Switch, which is appropriate because it's basically the Legend of Zelda with the fox. <laughs> the Legend of Fox Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Legend of Foxa. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not my best. Not my best. Uh, okay, Front Mission. Uh, the, these two are still coming out, including Front Mission 2, which was not released in the state. So that's actually pretty cool. Uh, Front Mission first will be available in November. Front Mission two will be available next year. A little surprised by that. I could have sworn they were gonna put them both together like they did Bayonetta that one time. I guess not. Also, Front Mission three will be coming in the future. <laughs> in the future. I mean, fine. fine. I'm glad these games are finally coming out. And like, yeah, if you love the mega strategy RPGs, then yeah, like I know these things are Vera's classics. So. Yeah, it's good to see these games coming. coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Next up is the first of let's call them a string of similar titles. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. this one is an exception. This one is an exception. I would defend this one. Okay. It is Story of Seasons: A Wonderful Life. I was I was actually quite very surprised and happy on this one. I'm very yeah. happy about this one. So yeah, this is this will be coming next year, next summer, and mm. basically it's a farming simulator, but you'll actually live your life. Including uh <laughs> What? I'm just saying. That's what um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry because I need to interject because like I, this is basically going back to the original GameCube game of Harvest Moon: A Wonderful Life, and it is pretty much the same thing. But again, now with sto the story of season Monica due to her whole legal troubles, and with the, obviously new, brand new coat of paint, new style, and the artwork itself just revamped. And I believe this is the extended uh, version of the game that was like released afterwards from uh, 
from a wonderful life. So yeah, basically all the bells and whistles, new coat of paint, and like yeah, it's pretty much practically the same, but just expanded from a wonderful life. So yes. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Thank you for the history lesson learned. <laughs> I'm serious. I did not know this. I mean, I knew about Harvest Moon having troubles, but I didn't. I didn't know it got to this level. All right. Uh, oh, okay. This is a good one. We definitely got to talk about this right now. But we will do this will be our main event for next week because we have a new split best. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yes. So, first of all, it'll be next Friday, the 23rd through Sunday the 25th. Yes, we're going to have the full three days-ish. Uh, well, hold on, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Okay, two days, sorry. Um, next two days to... Or sorry, two days to enjoy the Splatfest. And there is another thing I, I got to talk about in a second. But the theme of it is, what would you bring to a deserted island? Would you bring gear? Would you bring grub? Or would you bring fun? Team gear. Team grub. <laughs> I'm actually Team Grub too. Uh, <laughs> well, as just like the reviews, I called it first, so you have to be Team Fun. Um, okay, I'll be Team Fun then. I'll bring all the playing cards. There you go. <laughs> I'll get myself out with Shadow Duels. Oh, <laughs> hey, the Shadow Rum is technically getting off the island. I'm just saying. You're not um, wrong. I know. That's one of the hosts. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that will be. Next week, and we'll be we'll be doing our usual debate on that next week as well, and it, it should be fun. I do want to note one thing: this comes with the official Splatoon uh, Twitter handle. They noted that for the next Splatfest, they're actually going to tone down the number of tricolor battles you'll do. Mm -hmm. This is just to finesse it, because remember they only did the test in the World Splatfest premiere, uh, Splatfest World premiere. So. Uh, don't be mad if you get fewer tricolor battles than last time. I only got two, if I recall correctly, two or three during my whole time. But I only played like four hours, so you know, take that what you will. It, it was definitely like, yeah, if you play on tricolor, I I I, I managed to go uh, had a lot of matches during when they were playing uh, when it was live. So yeah, like if they cut it down, I think that's good. But a lot of people kind of complain like, oh, take the feature that was heavily emphasized. That's kind of like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised that they're doing this just because, frankly, this is their newest thing. They got to they gotta fine tune it. It's a very different concept than the, the usual Splat Turf Wars. So. Yeah, they got to find ways to balance it, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was fine, but I heard some other people saying it was too unfair. And, you know, maybe it was. Maybe, maybe, I'm, just that, maybe I'm just that good. And try yeah. yeah, and maybe just the team sisters are just so salty. Yeah, you, you, you defend the big man, but look what it got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just saying, uh, you know, there must have been plastic scissors because they didn't make the cut. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! All right. So, again, that is next weekend. So, if you, if you don't have plans, you do now. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> you will enjoy the Splatfest in all of its glory. Um, oh, next big announcement. Very happy about this one. Ladies and gentlemen, Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, yeah, now I'll admit when I heard when I first saw the graphics, I thought, oh, we're gonna get like the next triangle strategy. I, w I was not going far enough. We're getting the Octopath Traveler too. <laughs> so, uh, this time around, we will be in an entirely new land. We will have eight completely new heroes, but very key here. <clears throat> Sorry, very key here. The uh, the classes are gonna be the same. Yes, yes, so yes. Warrior, yes. dancer, cleric, thief. You know, all of them. There's there's just gonna be different characters. 
going with them in different stories as a whole. So, like, for example, in, in this time, our merchant, who was Tessa last time, she wanted to find that ultimate treasure. Uh, this merchant wants to rid poverty of the world. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Did you come to the U.S. after you moved <laughs> there? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and I just really like it as well, like, the keeping with that, uh, the same moniker with all these characters and making out the, the name of Octopath. If you if you notice, yeah. I did not, but I'm glad they are. Uh, I'm glad they are doing that. That is very clever. So <laughs> this will be a different world, but also, you know, familiar enough because it's going to be in the 2.5 HD style. Some of the changes include there's going to be a day cycle and a night cycle, and your character's abilities are going to change based on whether it's day or night, which is really cool. Also, we're go- we got confirmation that these characters are actually going to interact with each other on Finally. a, on a yes. meaningful level. On a meaningful level. If you recall on Octopath, they had like those spotlight conversations. Those were cool, but it didn't feel like the characters were actually there. Right. It was and it never really put too much in the story unless it was that particular character's main focus story. Yeah. 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 So, But this one, we've got confirmation of I think it was the dancer talking to one of the other characters, and it goes, "Come now, we got it. We got to go." So, that's cool. Mm, a full-on interaction with, with the characters deeply. Yes. Yeah, ho- hopefully, it'll go beyond what we saw, but obviously, we're just gonna have to wait. Or do we? Because the game is coming out next February. <laughs> Ooh, double hitters, one awesome. time editor. This is awesome. All right, like seriously, if you recall, this year we had Arceus in. Uh, January. We had Kirby and Triangle in March. We were supposed to have Advance Wars in April, but we still got Nintendo Switch Sports. And then we skipped May. June was Strikers and Three Hopes. July was Xenoblade. So they're already like off to a great start, and we still haven't gotten to the Showstopper yet. But I love that they are putting so much into the beginning of the next year so that fans <laughs> have something to play while they wait for some of the other titles to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you haven't already done any everything in Xenoblade. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get Don't get but yes, I, as you know, I was a huge fan of the original Octopath. I loved, I like Triangle Strategy too, but Octopath was better for me. And it looks like this game is just gonna ratchet it up and take what they learned and make it even grander. And I can't mm-hmm. wait. Like this is gonna be mm-hmm. fun. So, again, that is gonna be February twenty fourth next year. So only a month after, or less than, yeah, just a little over a month after uh, Fire Emblem Engage. So, you know, once you're done with Fire Emblem, you'll have something next to engage with. <laughs> yeah, you could say Nintendo's going for high engagement. Oh, um, darn, I was going to do a marriage joke, but I'm just going to move on now. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have, oh, what was this one? Faith Farms. Oh, Faith, another farming simulator. Let's just get past that. Um, oh, yeah, this is a theatrical? How do you say that? Theater rhythm? rhythm. Theater rhythm. Final fa- final bar yeah. line. Final bar line. So, you know, a musical Final Fantasy game because they can. And they have, <laughs> they have Advent children in there because they can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there I is a lot of Final Fantasy music. It <laughs> is. 385 <laughs> songs. I didn't realize. I mean, I should have realized because it's Final Fantasy. But like, still, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, the, the entire series of it. And, like, yeah, if you're a rhythm game fan, then, yeah, this game, like, you will not stop playing. Like, if, if and, of course, they got to bring in more music along with, the, like, via um, Season Pass. And, like, yeah, bring in Nier, Octopath Traveler, even Live A Lot music down the line. So, yeah, like, if you're a rhythm game fan, then... If you love Square Enix, you love rhythm games, this is the game pretty much for you. Yeah, so 
So uh, I, I saw a lot of uh, people excited about this. I didn't realize it was so popular. I really didn't. Uh, I, I didn't play any of the others, so. I mean, the rhythm games is very popular. And of course, again, live through all these great moments of Final Fantasy lore. Why not? <laughs> Why not? All right, so yeah, so yeah, there's 385 songs. And, you know, you'll be playing as the characters as you go through the games and fight, mo or as go through the songs and fight monsters and all that. Um, let's see. It'll be available February 16th of next year. So Square Enix loading up February. Very interesting. So, uh, and you can pre-order right now because of course you do. Because of course you want to. Why not? Uh, all right. Next up, we have. Okay, this was technically not new news because there was a. Okay, there was a lot of presentations recently. <laughs> all right, and one of them was an Ubisoft presentation, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they showed off a uh, a boss fight with a a. Waggler? Wasn't that called? Oh, uh, Wriggler. Wriggler. Wiggler, uh, yeah. yeah the, the giant caterpillar enemy. Basically, you're going to be on a train, and you're going to be battling one that's pursuing you, and it's been affected by Cursa. So uh, you have to withstand enemy attacks while you're defeating, uh, uh, while you're cleaning up the, the Wriggler's spots, for lack of a better term. And uh, we have an article on this on the website. It's a very interesting boss fight, and it shows that you don't have to defeat all the enemies. You just have to withstand it long enough to, to free the Wriggler. And it's really cool. And we also get our first real look at Cursa. And it's a, I like the look. I mean, I thought this was just going to be a, a, a modified version of a, a blooper. But <laughs> it, it's so much cooler than that. So we are only about a month away from Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope. So... Uh, be ready for that. I'm I'm very excited for this. Seriously, and uh, again, go watch that gameplay video. It's really really cool. <laughs> All right, next up we have. Wait for it. Another farm simulator. Uh. <laughs> Rune Factory Three Special. Welcome it, to Farm Sim Direct. <laughs> it's fast now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then uh, they're also teasing like another thing with Rune Factory. Yeah, there's a new Rune Factory series in development. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. I mean, again, if you love Rune Factory, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not judging. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. All right, this is next one is for all of you Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack fans. Mm. Yay! Uh, there are a bunch of new games coming out for the system, including some new ones that were just announced as I would bring it up. Uh, so these were Sega ones. Um, we're going to get Pilot Wings 64. We're going to get Mario Party 1, 2, and 3. Ooh. I know. Which are obviously the best ones ever, period. End of story. Shut up. <laughs> um, no arguments. No arguments. <laughs> We're getting Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. Yay. Yes. You know, I was watching the graphics for this. This holds up. Like, it's surprising how this holds up. Remember, these like these are the first 3D Pokemon games. And they mm. really do hold up. I'm serious. Their animations are still pretty decent. It's still good. I mm. want to go back to that sushi game with like a tongue. <laughs> yes. I, oh, I remember the, the mini games game. were great. I in the remember first the stadium. sushi game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, this this is the only good. This is for me is the only good thing about this is that you get the nostalgia. Cause like when they showed Mario Party, I remembered me going with my friends to my buddy Tyler's house because he was the only one who had it in '64. Cause his parents were rich. They owned like three restaurants. Um, was like, only oh. three. Yeah. Oh, I know. And then they had to sell two, but they were still like filthy rich. And then I literally asked my mom once, "Mom, why are we poor?" <laughs> I was so jealous of him. I'm not gonna lie. I was so jealous. I'm like, "Mom, why are we poor?" 
<laughs> I, it was not my best moment. I apologize. Sorry, Mom. Um, we're getting 1080 snowboarding, which I remember. Mm, that mm, was, mm. That's another one I remember playing vividly. Uh, Excite Bike 64. Never played that one, but still. Uh, so, Pilot Wings, Mario Party 1 and 2 are going to be coming out later this year. Then, Mario Party 3, the two stadiums, 1080, and Excite Bike will be 2023. And then, uh, I, I'm going to get to the bigger announcement, but the Sega Genesis also got a reveal. And you're going to get uh, Alsea Dragoon, Beyond Oasis, and Earthworm Jim on today, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's available right now. I didn't read the date before, but yeah, it's available right now. So, enjoy. And then, of course, the big reveal. It's it's Goldeneye, okay? I'm doing the James Bond. <laughs> yeah, that never thought I'd live to see the day that this game would be coming back. And when it, we don't talk about that like remake one on the Wii or the Wii U. No, no, that that's no. definitely not Goldeneye. That's that's not. <laughs> uh, and remember when they tried to put the Daniel Craig model in there? It's like, ugh. Uh, look, uh, Daniel Craig, fine, I respect him, but nothing can be a Pierce Brosnan. I'm sorry, I love, I love Pierce it was, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's my favorite. <laughs> uh, Roger Moore for me. Uh, That's fair. Yeah, thank you. He was just so suave, bald, James Bond. Anyway, <laughs> but yes, but here's the, here's the twist here. There's there's a couple twists here. Yes, Goldeneye is is, is going to be a multi-platform once again. It was actually announced right after the direct for the Xbox. The twist is that the Switch version is the only one that's getting online play. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, screw you, everyone else. We're getting online play with Goldeneye. You can Not keep your 4K right. resolution. I'm still going to slap my friends to death. <laughs> <laughs> I, will be, I will be odd job every round, and I will break the game. Uh, how many people are going to have to go for that? Yes. Of course everyone knows I'm the sheep. Hey, he was the one of the best. He's the only Bond henchman who can match Jaws. Like, and that's just the truth. And he was in the best Bond movie, even though that Bond movie has not aged well at all. Um, you know, I'm talking about Goldfinger, all right? It's the best Bond movie, but it's the worst Bond movie. We all know why. I, I, would, I would say her name, but this is a G-rated podcast. <laughs> anyway. They, they had not very subtle names. <laughs> I was like, I'm plenty. Plenty of tool. Named after your father, no doubt. Uh. <laughs> oh, James. Oh, James. Anyway, uh, next up we have another Square Enix title. Various Daylife. Okay, I saw... <laughs> this... What is with that name? Oh, what is that? Oh, is it Various Daylife? Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. Sure, Jan. Like, it, it is what it is, so let's just move on. Um, <laughs> then we have... What's this one? Wario? Facts. Factorial? Yeah, Factorio. Yeah, I've heard a lot about this one for some reason. Um, it looks fine. What is what's the point of this game? I mean, just basing a factory game, but making resources. So oh, if you like the right. whole system factor, uh, basically uh, resource management while defending your base kind of deal. I mean, it's out on PC right now, but right. like if you like those kind of games, it's now finally coming up on on Switch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you see now, now I remember this. Yeah, I had to write about this for one of my jobs before. So, yeah, you know, if you if you if it's your thing. Thing by all means, you know, have fun with it, but uh, yeah, not for me. Uh, all right, next up we have Ib. Ib. Yep, that's what it's called. Ib, and also previously recent other systems. But if you like love like this uh, creepy uh, horror style kind of game, it like a uh, more Omori or something of that sort, then you're gonna love Ib. I've I've heard nothing but great things about this horror game. Okay then. 
All right, next up we have, okay, this this goes out to the spirit of Tyler, wherever he may be. Um, seriously, we asked him to come on the show today, and uh, <laughs> I never heard back from him. He, he appeared just long enough to say he loved the direct and never showed up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fact. He, call, he comes and goes like the wind. <laughs> it's like no one really knows where he is. He could be behind you right now. Perrin's head. Not there yet. Anyway, um, we are getting a second free update for Mario Strikers Battle League, including, wait for it, new characters, not the least of which is Pauline. She looks good. She looks good here. But no singing as of yet. But uh, Diddy Kong, see, this is this was made for Tyler. We got Pauline, we got Diddy Kong. Um, that's it. That's it. But still, that's two characters. Which, which that's still Diddy Kong and Pauline. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, those are two asked for characters, and we got Daisy and Shy Guy last time. So clearly, they're going to do two updates every, or two new characters, more than likely every update. So let's see. The last one was last one July. I think. I yeah. Think so. so two yeah. months. So we'll get the next one in November, maybe. But uh, they will be <laughs> if they keep maybe. consistency. <laughs> if they, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Nintendo. You never know. But they'll be coming later this month. So t- stay tuned for that. Uh, and now, this one is definitely a surprise. It's uh, a farming simulator game. <laughs> okay, even I didn't realize it was this bad. I heard all the jokes, but I'm like, it wasn't that bad. Then I remember I was working while I was watching this. I had like another website and they were like, Todd, we need you to write this up like as it's going down. I'm like, okay. And so I was literally watching, going away for the games I didn't like, watching, going away for the games I didn't care for. And this was one of them. I know about Harvestella. All right. It's actually a very deep forest simulator. Oh, wait, this, this is Altier Riza. I'm sorry. I thought this was Harvestella. <laughs> no, it's not we'll Harvestella. Get we'll get there. Though. We'll get there. We'll get it, there. It had the feeling, okay? Uh, this is actually a game that Scott likes. So I'll let you talk about it. Ugh, talking about the Ryza. <laughs> Alrighty, the Atelier Ryza 3 game, Alchemist of the End and the Sacred Key. That's not so, a long name at all, Scott. No, I, I, mean, I don't know why, but they've been liking their long names, though. To be fair, they also have really long names for most of their sequels. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right. And like, yeah, like that. I'm really I'm just... excited for this, but I will say something that may get me angry is Ryza is not my favorite Atelier series. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I like the Mysterious Alchemist one. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. That was a good series. Ryza is a good one, though. I just feel that they uh, bank a lot more on just Ryza being Ryza to I was the surprised game they forward. made it as a trilogy. I'm really yeah. surprised like they really made her. The second one was trilogy. great though, but um I'm hoping to see what they change with the third one. There are rumors and speculation that this is gonna connect Ryza 3 with another of the Atelier series. And we'll mm. see if that actually goes or if that's just hopeful thinking. <laughs> and this game's coming up on February 24th, 20 next year. Jeez, yes it is. That doesn't actually sound familiar. <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> like, we're gonna be broke again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, okay, this one is uh for everyone. The third wave of the Mario Booster Course Pass is coming up. So once again, we'll be getting eight new tracks, including Mary Mountain. Uh, I actually would, I actually want to meet the people that know all these tracks by by name, because like everyone knows like Rainbow Road or the Mario the Mario Course, and it's like I don't remember some of these like Mary Mountain. Uh, oh, we're getting a DS Peach Gardens. Sure. I vaguely remember that because like DS was one of my favorites because I got to play as Rob. That was a great. That was a great. <laughs> that was great. I I was Rob in the in the Yoshi egg and I was like unstoppable. <laughs> All right, it was it was that good. Uh, so that that's the only two they mentioned. But Wave Three will be coming soon. In the holiday season, ironically enough. The holiday season. 
<laughs> Whatever that could mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, next up, a uh, small update on uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. You might recall that the golf game was going to be added this fall. They have delayed that to next year. Who knew? Golf takes time. Um, <laughs> that was a joke, obviously. Golf's a long game. Um, but yes, there's going to be, do I got to say this correctly, uh, 21 golf holes uh, from the uh, Wii Sports version of the game being included mm -hmm. here. So you're going to have a lot of courses to, I, I got to be very careful how I say this because it's going to sound so dirty if I don't. Because uh, I could very easily say you're going to have a lot of places to put balls and holes. Uh, <laughs> which is a Deadpool joke, actually. Um, the big twist, though, is that there's also going to be a special mode called Survival Golf. You're going to be able to play with eight, up to eight players, and the goal is to sink your putt before all the other players, because if you don't, you will be eliminated from the competition. Uh, so, <laughs> didn't they do something like that in uh, Speed Golf? Uh, golf so, yeah, yeah, and Mario Golf, uh, yeah, speed, yes, speed golf, and yeah, of course, there's also like other games out there, like uh, golf with friends, golf with friends, and all of that. So, so it's nothing new, but again, now with Nintendo jumping into the fray of it, so fine, 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 yeah. So, uh, okay, this next part, okay, this is not the Harvestella thing that's still coming though. Um, <laughs> I really thought that was Harvestella because it had all the looks of it, but uh, this is. Arguably the strangest part of the whole pot, the whole the mm. whole direct. Miyamoto shows up, right? And usually this means like one of three things. He's either going to talk about something we like, talk about something we don't care about, talk about something in Nintendo in general. He technically did all three. Yep. <laughs> okay. yep. So the first thing was he noted once again that the Mario movie is delayed to next year. Uh, there were some people who Oh, actually, no. I know. So sad. <laughs> we're going to have to miss out on Chris Pratt as Mario some more. Um, there were actually some rumors going around that, you know, they might try and get Chris Pratt to talk about the Mario movie. I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he mentioned that the movie is coming out next year, that also the, they have already approved plans for Nintendo Land in California Universal Studios, which is honestly cool. I would like to go to that someday, or if they bring it to Florida. Uh, then he went really weird and talked about Pikmin Bloom. Yeah, like... Uh, like pretty much that's the only person who actually has played Pikmin Bloom. Like, fine. I mean, it's good. It's a very casual thing. Like, that's the thing. But the fact that you had to spend like it feels like ten minutes on that spotlight or even five minutes on it is like, do you really have to put in that much time? Like, ex giving uh, the spotlight it deserves. I mean, it's fine, but it's a casual title. You don't really need to show. Oh, how much have you walked in Tokyo? Going to Osaka or going to like Kyoto? Like, okay, Miyamoto-san, we know we like the casual things, and that's where you get your inspiration for Pikmin. But come on, this is, this is what we we're here for. Yeah, is this just like if this was an upcoming title, like if oh, like Pikmin Bloom is about to release? Sure. Sure, do that. Like, you know, help us get into it. But, like, it's been out for months. This felt like almost like a desperate plea. Like, I'm playing Pikmin Bloom. You should, too. Let's make flowers together. Um, <laughs> sure, Miyamoto-san. Okay? Uh, like, it just, it took forever. And yes, then, yes. And then when he did finally did the thing that we've been waiting seven years for and announced Pikmin 4, it was like a 30-second clip that didn't even show us anything. <laughs> And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, I have a shirt for Pikmin 2 that you can buy. It's totally not worth it. <laughs> all right? it's, like, it's, it's like 30 bucks for a shirt that has flowers and a four on it. It ain't worth it. 
All right. right, and it's, it's white, so easy it's gonna stain. So, yeah. like the the way they like Miyamoto, they just gave us a teaser. Fine, I mean, I know a lot of people were so excited that finally Pikmin Four is coming, but at the same time, no gameplay, just a little brief like a tech demo, and again, explain the concept of it. Basically, done done body, which basically you're now at the the perspective of Pikmin. You're now like you can see Bulbars in their full size, like a la like Chibi Chibi Robo. It's like okay it is a new is it definitely a new take in the pikmin series we finally are in that small size instead of like the, the top down view you used to in the previous games so i think we could definitely it is a, a right direction to say at least look i'm just for me it was like again just, we wanted we, we okay i brought up the seven years thing that was not an exaggeration in 2015 miyamoto made a it was during e3 i remember it was during e3 and a tweet went out saying that miyamoto notes that pikmin 4 is almost finished and it clearly wasn't or something happened that they like redid the whole project that took them seven years definitely longer because pikmin 4 is coming in 2023 so i don't know what's going on and then the fact that it's been this long we only get like that really small teaser that doesn't really showcase anything and he notes that you know, the Switch, because it's on Switch, you're actually going to be able to see things from the Pikmin perspective more, and it'll be easier to control, and, like, okay. But he focused more on the shirt than the game. I'm like, dude, <laughs> the shirt's fine, but it ain't all that in the bag of chips. It ain't my Rayquaza jacket, that's for sure. All right? That ain't that ain't drip. <laughs> not nearly as good as the Rayquaza jacket. Definitely not. All right? So, yeah, I... Scott, did you, have you ever played Pikmin? I've honestly never played Pikmin. I've played a demo. Have you ever played I played Pikmin? the second Pikmin. I haven't played the first or the third one, though. I played the first. I haven't played the second. I have played the third. Yeah, so... It was just so weird. And, like, the... the outside of certain games, obviously, because you're always going to have games you don't care about, but the, the Direct was incredibly consistent up until right until that point. And it's like, you know, hey, let's talk about a game that's been out for months, and... We don't, you know, like this. This wasn't like a, if Fire Emblem Heroes randomly showed up and like, hey, we're gonna have this massive crossover event with three hopes, which actually did happen with a banner that we'll talk about. Um, you know, that would make sense because you know that's like one of their best sellers. I haven't heard one thing about Pikmin Bloom since it really came out. And that's just the truth. So... Like it, it's more of a subtle thing because like I, I actually have received like updates from from their uh, email service and like yeah okay here's a community day here's like what you can, flowers you can plant it's it's very casual it's very casual yeah so I I don't know what to make of it but whatever all right next up was I actually thought this was kind of fun just because I I I liked my time with this game the next Just Dance title. Um, I know it's multi-platform and whatever, but they did a really fun job with the trailer for it. And I like that there's actually, they're going to be able to customize your avatars, which I thought was a really cool thing because usually you just dance with these very generic, you know, silhouetted outlines and it's still fun, but you know, you expect more and this, this feels like it's going to be that. So I'm still not going to get it. I probably should because that'll help me work out again after my back injury, but uh, I mean, I should probably get it too, but I probably won't. <laughs> I also probably won't know like half the songs. The the one that I played had that perfect mix of the songs I didn't know with all the songs that I do, and uh, like it had like Frozen and uh, Funky Town and uh, all these other things. And uh, yeah, these ones just won't. Another <laughs> <laughs> one. Anyway, the next one is coming out November twenty second. So get ready to dance your heart out before and after Thanksgiving. I think that's why they're doing it. 
Think about it. <laughs> That's fair. That yes. is the perfect plan, yes. <laughs> you, you, you work out just enough so that you can gorge your heart out, and then you go right back to the dancing, because you will sweat if you put them on, like, the difficult challenge modes, which I have done. All right? I kid you not, my workout regiment one time for, like, a couple weeks was doing just dance. It was it was exhausting. All right. Now, after so long of waiting, let's talk Harvestella. <laughs> uh... Yeah, another farming simulator. Yes. This is about you uh, in a world where there is a season of death known as Quietus. Not sure how I feel about that name, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and you're trying to figure out why the season of death is happening, why, why it comes every few, why it comes in between the seasons, and you'll you'll meet some characters. It's an RPG with, you know, it's a farming simulator RPG. You know what it is. You know its its name. Um, and there's a demo out. Should you want to try it, good luck with that. All right, next up, we have a game we're actually excited for, Bayonetta 3. Yay! Yeah. Uh, now, we'll talk a little bit more in the news, but uh, we did get to find a little bit more about the story of the game, which is you'll be playing as Bayonetta against the homunculi, which are uh, human-made creations which are threatening to destroy the world, which is actually an escalation from past events, actually. So that, that'll be nice. And they talked about... You know, the returning characters and some of the demons you'll be able to use and inhabit. Again, it's coming out on 28th. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that more in the news because they did a really deep gameplay video that I absolutely want to break down and discuss. So we are almost, we're almost to that. Like, me and Scott talked about this last weekend, our last podcast that didn't exist. Um, <laughs> between Rabbids, Persona, uh, Bayonetta, and there's one other game. Oh, Gotham Knights. Uh, there's like four AAA titles coming out that we all want to play, but there's no way we're going to fit them all into like that week. So no, like, there's no way. No <laughs> way. No yeah, way. I joked that I would have to beat Rabbids in a day and then Persona 5 in seven so that I could get to Bayonetta. Uh, no, I just don't think I'll be able to do that. No way. Not no at way. the slightest. No. I'm not, I'm not that desperate to play at all. All right. Uh, Plus, you'll just ruin the whole experience trying to speed run everything. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I got I gotta beat the game. I gotta beat the game. Especially for review sakes. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, I hate with having to rush things. Alright, next up is a game I'm sure Will is gonna get. Um it's called Master Detective Archives Rain Code. It's about a, a city that's in perpetual rain. There are mysteries that go unsolved, and you play as an amnesiac detective that is trying to figure things out. So you might ask me, Todd, why do you think that Will would want this game? Well, there's a character named Shinigami in it, and I think that's to Will's taste. Uh, again, you're preaching to a basic otaku bait, and again, this is from the makers from from the same creators as Danganronpa. So again, Danganronpa is a unique series. <laughs> it's a unique series. Indeed. So yeah. So to be fair, this game does look deep in its uh, like detective solving. There's, yes, you're yes, gonna go, yes. You're going to go into like a mindscape where you'll be able to work out the mystery and fight out monsters who are trying to, to deceive you. It's actually some of it's actually really clever. So mm -hmm, and that'll, so. Be, that'll be in spring twenty twenty three. Did you want to say something? Well, no, no, no. I like because I was about to say like since it's the detect more of a detective more than like uh like a um, Phoenix Wright or I thought maybe it'd be something in your uh, ballpark, uh, Todd. Uh, you know, it it depends on the game really. Like Phoenix Wright is something special to me. Like it's more about the detectiveing than anything else and. This one feels just different, you know. 
it feels more anime, which, but then again, Phoenix Wright is technically styled in anime, so you never know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. My spring is pretty full right now, but you never know. <laughs> All right, so if otaku bait isn't good enough for you, how about a nine-foot-tall vampire lady? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, Lady D is back. God. Uh, we are getting Resident Evil 8 in the cloud. Uh... Instant not by. Instant not by. <laughs> Um, and I love how they're showing like the trailer from like just the generic trailer when you know this isn't how it's gonna look on Switch when you play it. No. <sighs> no. Like again, this thing is not nothing new. We we we've been told that Resident Evil games is coming to the Switch a la cloud version, which yeah, 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 yeah. Unless you're having a a, 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 a wired connection to your system, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't just no 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 no. no. Yeah. So that one will also be coming out on October 28th. So again, we can skip that one at least. Skip that one. There is a <laughs> demo though, if you want to see how bad it might be. I'm just, I'm just saying. And for those who are the loyal and faithful and want to try it out, you will also be able to get the uh, story DLC with uh, the with Rose Winters, uh, the Winters expansion, which yeah, is yeah, going to be coming yeah. out on December 2nd. So if you are brave enough, it will, you will have the entire the ability to play all of that game. As well as getting Resident Evil Biohazard, Resident Evil 2 Remake, and Resident Evil 3 Remake. Because why not? All I mean, if they're going to put one on, just put all of the ones on. Exactly. It's the cloud, baby. It's the cloud. <laughs> Doesn't require work to make it work. No. Uh, all right. Speaking of ports, uh, Sifu. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is what I heard a lot about. Like, this was, you know, for the dedicated for the ones who love martial arts, but also like a, have a Dark Souls feel to it. Yes, um, yes, yeah, yeah, So if you are into that, by all means. Uh, after that, we had, this was, the, this was a surprise. I, 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 I heard this was on Switch, but I didn't believe them. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Seriously, what's with these names? <laughs> it's because it used to be called Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, and now it's Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Yeah. In case that made any more sense. No. I mean, the fact that it's coming after the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and then, yeah, this is the reunion before Rebirth, so... Yeah, I'm know. guessing that's why they put the Crisis Core before it this time, is to make let you know it's before Final Fantasy VII. Uh -huh. <laughs> but yeah, this is the prequel with Zack Fair, where you learn the story before the main game. The original main game, not technically the remake, though it actually does connect to the remake. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, it's Final Fantasy VII. It's confusing, but it's, it's, a, it's a Final Fantasy VII game. Let's <laughs> no, say it's a Final Fantasy game. It's, that makes it even sense. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, I, just remember, I will never be a memory. So, next up, we have like an old school style game of Silver Wire Gun? Uh, oh, uh, Ra Radiant, Radiant Silver, Silver Gun. Gun Radiant is, Silver Gun, yeah. I mean, if you like your shoot 'em ups, like yeah, just yeah. if you like Gradius, then yeah, this is definitely up your alley. I think I'm like this one's a very like classic uh, shoot 'em up. Oh yeah, it, it looks old school. I like it. Then you have Endless Dungeon that's getting ported over. Congrats for you. Uh, okay, this one was a surprise. I really, I really mean that. I might have to get this one myself. We are gonna get a Tales of Symphonia remastered. Mm, yes. Yeah, this one is like uh, interesting for me because like one, I love Symphonia. I I would argue that Symphonia was one of the best games ever out there, the best one in the series. Yeah. How, however, like I have been seeing some things like uh, that some people are not happy about it because like this thing is basically the um, 
I think it was like the the, the PS2 upgraded version. Uh, Scott, come me out here. That this one is like not the um, I don't know. That was there was it's something. It's not like the one that was like made for I think the 360 and PS3. It was like the before that one, I think. Right. So right, right. it's gonna be slightly less quality than that, but at the same time, it's still. Tales of Symphonia. Right, right. Because <laughs> I, I remember like the good memories like when I had it on the original uh, GameCube. That that yep. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember the talk of this game like well after it came out because it was you know this was Lloyd Irving who has been long requested for Smash Brothers, who was voiced yep. by Scott Menville, who was of course <clears throat> Robin from Teen Titans. Notice I said that Teen Titans, not Teen Titans Go, so stop it. <laughs> we, we don't acknowledge that its existence. <laughs> yeah, it had its time, it had a good movie, and it's it's and it had Zack Snyder, sorry, Scott, yeah, Zack Snyder on it recently, and I will appreciate them for that, and only that. So let's <laughs> but this game, I've heard, is, like, is the best of the Tales series. Like, everything is measured up to Tales of Symphonia. Um, I, I love it. I, I, I love this one. I love this one. Yeah, I, you I, are yeah. not alone on that. So that's why I was happy. <laughs> it is. You're you're in the majority of that, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> Most like, Tales fans will die by Symphonia. Yeah. And I mean, I had a GameCube, but I was still, you know, not exactly in the position to buy all the games I wanted. So I didn't get the chance. Plus, I didn't even know what the Tales series was. So, <laughs> well, like uh, of course now, now with like the recent games like Arise, like maybe maybe not a lot of people is gonna want to go back to the whole chibi art style. But again, like you you, if anyone has not played Symphonia yet, by all means, definitely try uh, the remaster. One hundred percent. I don't think the I don't think the chibi style is gonna bother anyone because there's I mean we look at all the two D sprite games we're getting like with octopath and triangle and live alive like you'd think we'd be beyond that but no those are just as important as ever so as long, as, long as it looks good enough like oh look at one of your favorite games in fall guys why do we like why do so many people like that even though it's the bean good? it's yeah. simple it's <laughs> exactly. simple it's simple it works and they don't mind the art style it's just people don't want like blockiness they don't want like ps1 3d blockiness graphics like that will throw them off so I, I'm I, people are gonna be fine with Tales of Symphonia Remastered, which is by the way coming out next year. So all right, next up they did a bunch of Rolodexes, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just really glad like they ended up with Fall Guys, which is <laughs> the, it's a season two is currently out right now today, which they also include the show off the the season pass, which I am very surprised they have. Uh, oh, oh shoot, shoot, um, Le Le Leonard Nimoy's character. Uh, shoot, Spock? Oh, Spock. Spock. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, they have Spock, uh, a Borg. A xenomorph and Hatsune Miku in the season pass. Like, never thought I see the day I see those characters teaming uh, up with Sonic and all that. Like, <laughs> I never did um, I see the day. I know you're gonna get mad. Who's Hatsune Miku? Uh, Hatsune Miku is a Vocaloid. Oh, so, okay. Now, now I don't feel bad for not knowing them. <laughs> also, what's a xenomorph? Don't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, it's it's not alien to me at all. <laughs> ah! All right, next up, we have uh, another surprise, but a fun one. And no, it is not a Wii U port. It's a Wii port. Better. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> we are getting Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Huh. Yeah, I know. I was surprised by this one, too. This is actually due to the 35th anniversary of Kirby. Uh, this is where a uh, wizard is stranded in Dreamland, and you have to team up with uh, Meta Knight, uh, Bandana D and King Diddy to uh, get him back home. And it'll be a classic Kirby adventure with absorption abilities, co op play, nice level design, and plenty and plenty of mini games, plus a new mech form that you can use. So that's pretty cool. 
you'll be able to control four Kirby should you so desire. Uh, the game, the game. Here's a key thing: the game has had a graphical improvement, and this is proven by DDD of all characters. If you look <laughs> at the art for the original Return of the Dreamland, and then the art for this one, his look is more like what we saw in Forbidden Land or Forgotten Land. So, you know, minus, yeah, yeah. Minus, minus the uh, you know whole buffness feathers and the king's sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, but one thing I really do appreciate, like aside, like is the mini game is they they brought back samurai slash. I love that mini game in mm -hmm. and Kirby All Stars. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so you will be able to have a lot of fun with this. And again, celebrating the 35th anniversary of Kirby. Oh no. When it arrives, February 24th. <laughs> <laughs> no one talk to one another. Look, I love Kirby and I love Forgotten Land. Totally should go get it. I'm not getting this game. I am getting Octopath Traveler and then I might get this game. You know, I might have to. It's all about the priorities because at this point you need them. Otherwise, you're going to have no money at all. Yes, you got to stick to a plan. You got to stick to a plan. Yeah. It's like I have a plan and it's a good plan. All right. <laughs> all right. And now. It's time for the final trailer. Ladies and gentlemen, The Legend of Zelda. <clears throat> we got a beautiful new trailer showing off a mosaic, or however you want to call it, uh, highlighting various things. And then we get you know, a shot of Link in the overworld, jumping off of an island, climbing up another island, and then going onto a flying wing kind of thing. Um, no details on that as of yet and then but the key thing the two key things we know its name finally and we know its release date finally the game is now going to be called the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom mm. and it'll be out may 12th 2023 it's not february this time not february <laughs> it's february 25th <laughs> no but yes it's, it's coming out on uh, May 12th, and there are some very interesting things in this trailer that I want to point out. Uh, first off, just a small detail. There are dual shots of Link in different outfits. Mm -hmm. One in like, the blue outfit, which is kind of standard to the original game, and then there's a shot of him like in a grayish outfit no, or, or with his hair down. It's with his hair down more, and it kind of a more, I don't know, call, what do they call it? Barbarian outfit, I guess? Because he's got like a skirt and everything. And so that was interesting. Number two, in the logo, we see once again that the Master Sword has been broken. But it's also been remade in this, what do you want to call it, a line style? Uh, I don't know what, the, what you want to call that, but it gets finished by an alternate power, let's just say. Mm -mm, okay, okay. So that looks interesting, because that, that, you know that's intentional. You know, like, because it's half broken yes. and then half fixed. That's, that's intentional. Going back to the beginning of the mosaic portion, we see a character that is currently unrecognizable. And around them are seven items, which a lot of people think are teardrops. And so could those be the actual tears of the kingdom that they are referencing? We don't know. Fast forward to when Link is on... Okay, actually, in the mosaic right after that shot, there is a, a picture of Zelda falling which is a reference to a previous trailer where we saw her falling into a void. Girl just can't catch a break, okay? She was stopped in Calamity for 100 years, and now it's fixed, and she falls into a chasm. What, what's Give some love to the princess, gosh dang it. All right? 
and then right when Link falls onto the flying wing, as I'm calling it, you can see in the distance Hyrule Castle is off the ground, which is another reference to the first trailer. And you see multiple islands in the sky, and beneath Hyrule Castle is that same kind of energy that we got from the Calamity. So that final shot, and you can see like Mount Doom is kind of erupting, so I wonder if that's intentional. So there is clearly a lot going on, and ooh, I just noticed another thing. There are more of these line, uh, let's call them sigils, um, like the Nazca lines. Yeah, there's like a Nazca line in one of the main rock faces. You know that's intentional. So actually, kind of, is that a person? I'm looking upside down right now. Kind of looks like a person. But yeah, there's there's clearly some hidden clues in here that is meant to make you wonder. And then there's the the, the dragons that make like the Ouroboros sigil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what? I've talked enough. What do you guys think about all this? <laughs> yeah, I'm like... excited. <laughs> same here, same here. Like we finally got some details regarding to this game, and like, yeah, just seeing a little bit more, even though it is more or less just a bit more of a teaser. Like one, obviously, the whole sky theme of like very a la sky, Skyward Sword, and of course, like we're definitely doing much more in the air, like much more. Like I guess, kind of going expand more in a realm of like the retos, like going in the sky dungeons. So. Yeah, like adding that extra light. Sure, we're gonna still explore um Hyrule uh ground zone, ground level, but now it's gonna go and add the extra level to the skies. This was like okay, like how they gonna put dungeons in the sky and then that's like do uh, do a dungeon creation up there. It's like I'll um I'll same thing in realms of like Twilight Princess, that one sky dungeon. So yeah. I'm curious to see what, how they're going to do that. Yeah. I'm interested to see how like the traversal is going to be in the air now that we have that hole with us. Because we see like the little, it's like the flying bird plane. Flying but... wing, my terminology. <laughs> I'm calling it bird plane. <laughs> flying wing dings. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I want to see like more of that. And I feel like we probably won't get a lot more of like what we can see from Tears of the Kingdom until probably like February is my guess. Yeah, there's I'm just glad we have, you know, a title and release date. <laughs> we have a title that's not Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> yeah. And and notice to be fair, Nintendo never called it that. They only said it was a sequel to Breath of the Wild to indicate that this was a, a continuation, kind of like Majora's Mask was. You're not Majora's wrong. Mask. You're not wrong. I know, that's fine. <laughs> uh, you keep saying that, I'm gonna say they keep saying the same thing. <laughs> Good. Uh, but my curious thing is that if we talked about this in the last episode, Scott. Because um, there was a rumor that we would finally get the name of the game here, and they said that the name was a spoiler. Yep. So why is Tears of the Kingdom a spoiler? My my current theory, not no, not counting the the mosaic with the potential seven tears around that figure, um, is that this is basically a tale of Hyrule being broken because they just got through the calamity, which took a hundred years. Um, you know, Hyrule was at peace, and now Zelda is gone, the Master Sword is broken, half the land is in the clouds, and I wonder if this is, like, going to be almost like a depressing tale, not unlike Majora's Mask, where, you know, like, three days and the world's going to end. Um, is this why the, there are tears of the kingdom? Because they are mourning everything that's happening to them once again after they're supposedly having peace. Uh, I will give some credit, though to people online because they noticed that there's actually a way you could another way you could look at this it might not be tears of the kingdom 
might be tears of the kingdom. <laughs> it's all about pronunciation. Nah, you're not wrong. You're true. Right, Very true. right, right. <laughs> Scott, Scott, I'm not wrong because I'm the host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, I like, think it's tears, though, for the record. I'm pretty sure it's tears. I'm pretty like, sure it's tears. I'm pr I'm, yeah, I'm pretty much in the majority of that. Like, because the, the one thing when I, like, see that moniker of tears of the kingdom like one obviously you, you, you always see zelda crying especially at that end of the battle you see her cry over that uh also like again the first game was basically there was a lot of tears shed and so i'm not sure like why they still focus like tears of the kingdom is a spoiler tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom like what does it connect to aside from like zelda from like all this tragedy that has happened like and of course like, of that that one the first trailer for uh, tears of the kingdom like yeah what is that creature that that's been like uh observing um the, uh, this whole time is it ganondorf is it something else is it that like that one creature that they hinted at in the beginning of that image of the newest trailer yeah that's like the mystery of it all yeah uh there's a lot and like i said like i was just finding things like as i was talking to you and we were watching the trailer like with the whole uh nazca line on the rock face and all the other islands in the sky. So this is intriguing for multiple reasons, not the least of which is that, once again, we're going to have a more aerial terrain climbing. It's going to feel like Skyward Sword, but clearly different because of how, like that one shot of the rock, like ascending into the air. Um, it, it's a lot. So I'm, I'm curious to see where it all goes from here. And, uh, oh, here's another thing I just noticed at the end when they show the logo it's over the mosaic once again but the mosaic is hiding a different image oh you're right oh <clears throat> if i'm guessing correctly that's two people holding hands or holding an object i'm trying to slow it down but it's over something of that nature because the logo pops up and then the mosaic pops up and there's like again the tears are right above the logo if i'm going to call them that and then there's clearly two beings on either side of the logo they're doing like the whole like I'm facing you and we're either holding something or holding each other. I just noticed that. So what is the significance of that? Because there's clearly a lot of hidden messages in this trailer. So another thing for us to think about, I suppose. Nintendo's being so mean <laughs> to give us a trailer and now it's just like we have even more questions. <laughs> you wanna know what it's about? Well, here's a little bit about what it's about. Yeah. That doesn't explain everything, though. You didn't ask for that. But I'm asking now. Well, too bad. We gave you the release date. Be happy. Like, I, I don't need... I need answers! I do not need sleep. I need answers! So don't give me questions. Give me results! So, there is a lot for uh, us to look forward to. So now let's get to the uh, final thing, which is grading the direct. Uh, Will, I will start with you. So as I said in in our Discord chat, like yeah, there, this whole thing it actually started pretty well, and I would have given this thing a B minus because like one, while I appreciate like Bayonetta and all that, as I said, way too many farming sims, like uh, excluding uh Story of Seasons, like really Nintendo, like no one run it by you that this was a bit too much of the farming sim, so it would have like lowered it down to a B minus, but thankfully uh Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom saved the day at the end of it. So it'll easily bump it to an A minus. So yeah, th that if it wasn't for uh Zelda, then yeah, this thing would have been like a little bit disappointing for me. So <laughs> thankfully. Scott, I'll let you go next. 
All righty. I was going to give it a, either a B plus or an A minus. <clears throat> I think it was a really solid direct. Um, I think my only kind of issue is that a lot of the trailers were very small and slim. They're like a minute or less. And then they even like combined most of the trail, most of like the end into like three minutes of like just trailers. <laughs> My, but the titles were all solid. So I think all the games they showed were great. I just wish there was more showed of those titles kind of deal. Yeah, for me, uh, first of all, it, it did the typical N Nintendo thing about, you know, padding out the big announcements with the ones in the middle just to show you that there's a lot of variety, which is fine. That's it's fine. Um, for me, the I I'm gonna go with a minus just because I didn't really care that there were so many like you know the farming simulator titles <laughs> and you know like the rolodex of games that you know I'm not gonna play because this was about for all, for for all of us it was really about what's coming up like what are we going to play playing next year like for example they didn't show Pokemon in this game or in this direct they didn't talk about persona they only sh lightly showed rabbits because that's because the showcase just happened they had something new to show off um they focused mainly on 2023 titles and i'll give them credit for that we're getting fire emblem engage engage uh for the engage uh i knew i had to get one more in there uh that's coming out in january we're getting octopath and a whole lot of other titles in february and then we're getting pikmin next year we're getting uh zelda in may which is obviously the, the showstopper for the whole thing and they answered a lot of questions just like nintendo is known to do so i think that overall it was great the weird again the weirdest thing was miyamoto you know <laughs> like the whole thing about pikmin bloom and talking for so long about a game that's already been out and you say, well, like, wait a minute, you, you, you keep talking about Persona, and that game is out. No, but that game was out on PS5. We're excited to get about this now. So that's that's a difference. This is Pikmin Bloom, which you everyone has access to if you have a phone. Why is he spending, like, five minutes talking about him walking from Osaka to Kyoto or whatever? We don't need to know this, Miyamoto. So, uh, and then the Pikmin 4 thing was just like, hey, it's coming at last. You're welcome. Goodbye. So, okay. Um... Overall, it did exactly what it needed to. It reinforced that 2023 is going to be awesome. And we have a lot to be grateful for and look forward to. And I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for her and what comes... I'm sorry. I'm happy for the for Nintendo, what comes next. And I, I, I'm happy with this. This is absolutely the direct we needed to kind of, you know, refill mm -hmm. our hope in humanity. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and again, the fact that the, the, the Tears of the Kingdom uh, and that just happens with a recent tragedy of the passing of the Queen, which, again, that's kind of ironic, but again... I didn't even understand. think about that, but that's perfect. <laughs> like, again, little Tears of the Kingdom, but yeah. But yeah, this directs, like, I, I wouldn't say it's like one of the better directs, but at the, le at the very least, it's like one, it gave us Zelda. So like, that was that was all you need. If they had like like Smash Brothers and all that, like back still he in here probably would have would, would been much more better but again smash Bros. done and all we have is zelda so yeah we, we take what we can get and as you said this is a good way to end like the fall season until like the next major direct maybe next year i'm guessing probably february before all those games come out it's like remember everyone we have 17 games coming out 
24th. Remember February 24th. Okay. Never forget. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, uh, I thought it was a good direct overall. And hopefully you all thought so too. But of course, let us know what you thought by uh, commenting in the below or uh, tagging us on Twitter. We'd happily talk to you about it. All right. Uh, we're going to quickly, quickly go to the news because that took a long while, but we knew it was going to happen. So it's time to go down the lower pipe. All right. First up, there is uh, one game that we absolutely need to talk about because it was asked about after the direct. Because you'll recall, there was a certain game that was supposed to come out earlier this year, but it has not because of real-life events. And no, I'm not talking about the death of the Queen. Again. Again. Anyway. Uh, talking, of course, Advance Wars uh, 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. That game was supposed to come out in April, and it got delayed because of the war in Ukraine, which was totally understandable and justified. Uh, so people have been wondering, where is it? Why haven't we got a new release date for it? And one person even asked Nintendo, is it canceled because it hasn't been talked about in so long? They said it's still coming, but there is no release date assigned to it just yet. So they will not uh, talk about it until they know when they're going to release it yet. Not what we were expecting, but I, clearly they still want to release it, but they're going to wait and th they're going to wait their turn, if you will. Because they clearly still don't want to release it with the war in Ukraine still going on. Which, again, I understand. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they released it next April. And then it'd be like, it'd be, they pushed it back a whole year because that's how long it took for the war to stop. So, again, this is uh, this is totally their decision. But there are still people wanting this game out. So, hopefully it'll come out soon enough. Hopefully it's not in February. <laughs> February twenty February twenty second. Gotta get a little gotta get a little time. Oh man. So hopefully hopefully we'll get news on that when the time comes. And of course hopefully the war will stop so that the people of Ukraine can get back to actually living their lives and not just surviving it. Our thoughts and prayers with all of you. Uh next up, right after the direct there was a Bayonetta gameplay video, which was actually really cool. You should definitely go and watch it. And they basically broke down everything that you'll be able to do as Bayonetta. The, the basic combo system is still there, so you're going to feel right at home with that. Uh, there's going to be a new ability called Demon Masquerade, where you'll actually be able to become the demons like Madame Butterfly and unleash new special attacks and combos. You'll actually be able to summon the demons to do uh, special attacks while Bayonetta is dancing in the, di in the distance, but she is vulnerable in more ways than one, and at those moments, so you'll have to switch between controlling the demon to controlling Bayonetta so that you can, you know, stay alive. And then another key thing is that you'll be controlling the new character of Viola, who is a uh, Umber Witch in training, and she has her own set of attacks, including a sword that she uses and her own demon summon in Cheshire, like the Cheshire Cat. <laughs> and yeah, so there is a. I'm not going to break it all down because it's. It, they also do a really good job in the video. <laughs> so we have it up on the website. Go watch that, and uh, it'll get get you even more excited for Bayonetta three. Yeah, I just want to no note as well because like there was a lot of uh, interesting comparison with Viola, but ba a lot of people basically call her as like yeah, um, Bayonetta's Virgil here. But actually, I would like uh, one person actually kind of got it right. Uh, basically, Viola is basically Raiden of Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance because of the blade. So yeah, I actually noticed like the model of Viola, and yeah, it's very similar to Raiden's uh, uh, um, techniques. So yeah, it is kind of similar to that. So I just want to point that out. <laughs> They're wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, well, did you get to watch the video, Scott? 
I watched brief portions of it. I actually watched the full gameplay of it, but I did like the aesthetics they had for Viola. There you go. So, uh, this is, um, th again, I'm very excited for Bayonetta. It's going to be part of the very, very packed October that we have to endure at the end, but it'll be worth it. And I also want to note that the, I guess, Nintendo, whoever made the video, couldn't resist saying, if you want to see the naughty side of Bayonetta, I'm like, really? Really, if you want to see the naughty side of Bayonetta, really, that's that's how you want to play this. Okay then. Okay, I also want to know that they were clearly doing the family-friendly mode when they were doing the gameplay video because of the skin that Bayonetta was and was not showing. So, <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly they want to see the naughty side of Bayonetta. Let's just move on. Um, all right, next up, this is uh, we already talked about this earlier, but Splatoon Three is selling hugely all over the world. Uh, so far in Japan, it was absolutely great. Uh, 3.5 million basically in three days. In three days? Dear gosh. So It's just kind of in full symmetry. Like, I'm very glad that uh, Splatoon, especially with Nogami-san, how they advertise the game, I'm, I'm very happy. But the fact that, yeah, a, a new IP like this of Splatoon 3, you think you expect something like, like this to be with um, similar to Monster, Monster Hunter, the Monster Hunter license. But yeah, for Splatoon to do such great numbers, and at, again, 3.45 million in just three days. Three, three, three. It just like, it's symbi <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just perfect symmetry right there. It's like, okay. Yeah, um, the, the people and really love planned it better, to be honest. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's just perfect symmetry. So yeah, I'm just glad like, ever since like the marketing the virtual concerts it's just like i'm I'm happy to see like japan loves platoon and again everybody like if you see on youtube playing splatoon 3 and yeah i can only as is, like we chatted before like i can only imagine how how it is once you add the numbers with, with uk and us like will it push you push it to the 10 million mark that's one thing i, I look forward to yeah so if you're if you we're going to talk about splatoon in a quick sec but uh if you've been loving this game, you're, you are definitely not alone. All right? <laughs> you are def definitely not alone. This might be one of the reasons you're getting into battles like really, really quickly. because There's, there's a lot of users. There's a lot of users. <laughs> yep, and with current uh, Battle League right now, I see people already in S rank plus 20. So, yeah, until we get the X rank. So, yeah, it, it's hot. It's hot. There you go. All right, and then arguably the biggest piece of news of the week was, of course, the honest trailers about Thor Love and Thunder and how they absolutely destroyed that movie, okay? This was the best part of my week outside of the direct because I hate that movie. It is so bad. I was tired of people defending it, and this movie, this trailer, was more enjoyable than the actual movie, and it was only six minutes long. I'm not venting at all. <laughs> I'm not venting at all. Alrighty, you can breathe now. <laughs> okay, I feel better. Better now. So, uh, but yeah, so again, we just, we just want to talk, touch on those things, especially Thor, Live and Thunder, because it was very important. And now we can get into the final segment of tonight, because we got about 20 minutes to go. Um, well, what have you been playing? Usually, this would be the joke part with the joke where I shout Splatoon 3, obviously, but someone on this show had to review four games at once. So I know he's not only been playing Splatoon 3. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not. I know, because I'm the host! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I up there. Uh, so, 
Uh, but yes, most of us, well, we all have. We all see all have been playing Splatoon 3. Yeah. And at the time of this recording, uh, you should, it'll be really close to um, when the review of the game will be up on the website. Just a spoiler. I'm giving it 4.5 out of 5. I really enjoyed it. I love the story mode. I won't spoil too much, but uh, they went, I think they went deeper than any story mode they've done before by a good margin. The good level, to know. The level design is still, is so incredible. Like th this, this game does not get enough credit for its level design with its story mode. They get so creative with how you do the levels, the wet, you, how you use the weapons. Um, even just the design of the world, you feel like you're in this massive place. You are in a massive place, but uh, they actually give you a backstory on how the world came to be at last. Like they only gave like teases before with like the cats. Oh yeah, yeah, with Judd, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the Juds, but this time they actually give you a backstory on the entire world, and it's incredibly deep and at points incredibly horrifying. Yes, <laughs> if you read the flavor text from the alternate logs with when you compete stages, it gets really in there, and like yeah, we fi it finally comes. You finally understand the picture of like what is the world of Splatoon three, including with the uh, sunken scrolls, which I always love the sunken scroll uh, details. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, maybe that was it. Okay, sorry, I just thought of something. Um, mm. but yeah, the story mode is incredible. There's a really big twist that I'm not gonna spoil, but it's like it's so worth it. And I kid you not, I asked a question about that to Will. That remember that when I asked about a certain you know who. I was like, hey, do you do you want do you ever wonder yada yada yada? And you're like, yeah, I don't know. We know now. But we're going to. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, but there there's a lot of depth in the game and then the, the gameplay is just it's so refined. Um, <laughs> they've improved so much. We we uh, we three of uh, Nintendo Attire, uh, we actually did a couple of gaming sessions together and it just flew by. I mean, me and Will it played did. for three hours. <laughs> Scott joined in for two. Then Scott, we did another two-hour session. And as I note in my review, it's just like you—you always get the whole. I'm gonna play one more game. Yes, yes. Like even though we played so so long, I mean, I've been hearing some people's like still having some claims regarding to the interconnection. And yes, Nintendo's interconnection is still pretty weak. There happened some moments like yeah, it, it kind of like I'm not sure for you, but it. At the time of recording, it actually just got a recent update, so, so probably patch it out. But like, there has been some moments that actually has like blipped here and there in regards to a uh, performance. But I I haven't really experienced that much of like a uh, connection issues on my side, but pre-patch anyway. No, the code the net code's pretty good. I think um, what I remember when we were online, it was pretty smooth, except for you know when I first started it, and it wouldn't let me join anything for some reason. Mm -mm. Yeah. So. Uh... I, I enjoyed it so much. I will definitely be playing it again tonight. I've, I've had it work, so I only got to play a little bit before I, while I did my review. Um, Salmon Run is still my favorite. I love oh, it. for sure. Yes. For sure. They, yeah. they, they've added new twists to it, including like tornadoes and mud monsters, and of course, some of the, some of the new boss salmonids. Uh, Kohozuna is a monster who I want <laughs> to kill, but I can never kill him. I can he, never kill Kohozuna. Yeah. He, he's a beast. Yes, and here's a quick tip as well. What when if you get the Kohozuna wave, like the, the eggs you can carry also can also one shot other boss salmonids. So in case like you want to trade one egg for three eggs. So just FYI, you can do that. That's a good I like that. Thank you, Will. I did not know that. Um very much I love Sam Ron. It's like 
again, even when you lose, you're like, okay, I gotta redeem myself. I gotta, you know, especially when you get that pay cut. It's like, no, I don't want to. Yes, cut. that thing hurts. <laughs> I was an executive, executive VP, and no, because my team and the waves, like, yes, it the the waves is random as heck, and you never know if it could be the great wave, like you get up to like forty eggs, or it could really easily wipe out you in the first wave. It's like, ugh. Yeah, I love that it. it is it is definitely the challenge i like yeah. the biggest challenge for me is the weapons because you know you never know which one you're gonna get and then uh-huh. like i i'm not good with like the sniper rifles or like the katana sculpture or whatever and then i have to use it I'm like okay how do i use this because then i want i want to get like my splat dualies or my arrow spray <laughs> gotta be out of your comfort zone man know, you gotta get out of your comfort zone and then my argue that my second favorite thing ironically is actually uh the table turf game I'm really. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It took me a while to get my rhythm. I actually lost like the first three matches, but then once I actually made my own deck and started like thinking like large scale in terms of you know how to block people and everything, I I won like my last eight matches, including against other players. So and it's oh, it's, okay, it's okay. difficult at times because you know I'm still trying to learn how to like use like the specials and all that and how to use these all correctly and try to outthink my opponents like oh i'm totally gonna block them here and then they lay like something right on my section and then they get the points and i don't i'm like crap so it's i've won i've won matches in the last hand like the last last card that i played so it, it's it's a lot of fun and it, just the refinements to it the subtle things that make it better like the like the customization um the, the different, the new splat weapons, the new special attacks, uh, being able to set up parties a lot easier. Will was setting them all up for us. Thank you, Will. Um, there's a lot to enjoy. Oh, the lockers. I finally set up my locker. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nice. Uh, so so go, ch- go check it out. I think I did really well. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also, if, if you want to get a bigger locker, I believe it's in the rank ma- matches. Like, I'm currently on level A grade, and so an outsider was giving me a, a slightly bigger locker, but I know just, like, I believe in S rank, you can actually get the, the maximum size locker. So, <laughs> yeah. I will definitely never make it to A rank. I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm not that good either. Yeah. I mean, it's very simple, surprisingly, because, like, it's actually much more forgiving. So even if you lose some matches, you still get points like if as long as you cover the cost for getting into the entry fee, so if you as long as you're making progress, you easily like um, make some progress instead of like doing the single uh, battles, which only gives you eight points per match. So yeah. Fair so all right, but again, my review will be up tomorrow or today by the time you're listening. So definitely go check that out, uh, gentlemen. Uh, Scott, I'll start with you because you had the least amount of time on it. Uh, what did you? How, how have you been enjoying Splatoon Three? I've been enjoying it. Um, I really like the dual splatties. I think I'm still going to keep with those. I really haven't done all that much in the game. I did play more Salmon Run and more of the Turf War, but I'm still really bad at Turf War, except for the fact that I can actually ink my own territories. Yes. Ink your things, spawn people! We're not even joking. When we were playing together, uh, we would always call out like, okay, I'm taking the left, I'm taking the right, I'm taking up the middle, and then I would always be the one, like, the last one to leave because I'm making sure I we're inking every part of our zone. And then the moment I did a match, like, without these two, every one of my other teammates just went rushing off <laughs> without doing inking. I'm like, seriously, guys, there's, like, a whole squad. We're going for the kills. The kills don't matter. <laughs> exactly. It's about the territory, dang it! And I, we, we won matches where the other team didn't ink, ink their home turf, and that cost them like serious. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, ink your dang turf. 
That's but we like it just one. eats like behind their territory that even check. So it's like, oh, they have most of the right, they have most of the middle. It's like it doesn't matter because they don't have their own home territory. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so but, sorry, keep going, Scott. Um, so I liked I think playing with you guys is a lot very helpful too. Because as I said, I've only played, I think it was like second Splatoon, and it was for a very limited amount of time. This is my first time actually owning one of the Splatoon games because I only played Splatoon 2 because my brother-in-law owned it. But I really enjoyed um, what I've played so far. I am getting better at doing the sneak attacks, especially with the, how fast the Splat Duelies kind of just needs to recharge all the time. So going for like surprise kills usually is the best route to go. Yes, like never underestimate the importance of actually standing still. Like even if you're like hiding in the corner or like in that small spot of your own paint, never underestimate the power of standing still because it actually can save your life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So that that's my big thing is I really liked my time. I like I think this is gonna be another one of those games where I'll play to the story and just wait to play with you guys though, because I am really bad with random teammates. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. I, I get I totally understand because like if you get you were the one that made the joke, if you get a bad teammate, then all of a sudden you're 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 gonna lose. Yep. And I'm like, at times I definitely feel that because if I lose like two matches in a row with a team, I'm like, screw this, going to find another team because I, I do not want to keep dealing. I, I don't want to work with these losers. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Sure, you're great at this game. You're just bad at inking the territories or bad at doing this specific thing that matters. You have one job. <laughs> Ink the territories. Or the people who decide to just go into full out war mode with uh, melee weapons for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just like if you know already, Spatana is like yes, it's more more of a distant weapon. But if you can actually get charged up and go for this, the single kill, it, like they showed up in the demos, then fine. But you got to learn how to use it. You, you just yeah. got to learn how to use it. <laughs> yeah, and to be clear, when we all worked together, and we had a fourth rando. You know, we didn't win all our matches. We won a lot of them. We didn't win them all, but it definitely helped when we were communicating with each other. Like, hey, yeah. we're about to, you know, teleport right behind you. Okay. And, hey, look, hey, no, get to the bright <laughs> side. We got, we got some ink. This, hey, I'm gonna go jump into the back. I'm getting a lot of ink. Okay, I'll be right behind you. You know, it helps. And that I, I didn't mention this in my review because at this point, it's just old news. But I wish there was a better communication system for online play because otherwise, you're gonna have those teams that are like. Okay, I can rely on these other three dudes to do the inking, and I'm doing my thing. <laughs> and all the other three guys have that same logic, no? Right, not, right. Not like, I, I, I just kind of find it funny because, like, we have the same uh, call-out abilities in the for three games now of this way, and like the ouch, and of course, like the booyahs and all that. Fine, but I like the basics of basics. Like, it's you gotta have to like leave it up to chance of your other players or your teammates if they can find out. Like, oh, uh, they got hit. Like, also the markers. Pay attention to the markers. Like, watch the map. Like, so yeah, unfortunately, that's that's up to chance of the players if they know it or not. Or, of course, the worst case scenario if that you're, you're playing with kids and like they don't know, like, <laughs> oh, like, also, don't forget about verticality. There's so many times I see people like don't paint the, the vertical walls, which helps out so much. Mm-hmm. Like, by all means, paint vertical walls, it can help you save your life, <laughs> or it can mess up someone else's life because someone's trying to run away. You just paint over the wall so they can't actually get up there. Yes, cut stuck. the cut the lines. <laughs> like the paint is is your literal lifeline. Cut them off. Yes. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, 
Uh man, like what does that say regarding Splatoon three? Like, yeah, I I have actually gone through with um as I said, uh, reached the, the fourth island and actually been completing all the stages with all every single weapon. Yes, I am going full completion spot on this one. And the one thing I really gotta appreciate is like, yeah, like the as you said, Atat, like the, the level designs, amazing level designs. But the fact that it's also it is very quick. Like you, some of these stages you can even do like under like two minutes, even one minute at times, which like, again, it really is great if you want to be a speedrunner, like, oh, oh uh, speedrun strats, speedrun strats, and just like, yeah, get through it with a certain weapon or so. So yeah, like that's one thing I really do appreciate in these levels. So yeah, that, and of course, salmon runs, uh, rank league battles, like, I've been more or less uh, going to Harmony store and like yeah, buying some stuff like oh okay get some stickers get some like chips get some like I don't know buying some uh, ice cream or your books to, to decorate my locker just for like sake of it and yeah just it's just, just so much I love about Splatoon three and of course now we're getting another Splatfest which yeah I, I can't wait to go back and why you actually get some more snails to actually upgrade my uh, amiibo gear which yes I want to get that third slot so. Yeah, nothing more, much more to say. I'm addicted to this game. Of course, like pro now with other games like Fall Guys getting the season two now, I have to go back now. We gotta juggle with it, and of course, you can make Chronicles three. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be very hard to balance out the time. And yeah, also just briefly, as well to wrap it up, like yeah, um, Fire Emblem Heroes just recently got a recent update, which is the the rearmed units with Leaf. Which okay, you actually can have new weapons for different characters now, like uh, an inheritable weapon. So. That was will be uh, the update will come out at the at today at the time of recording when it's released, but yeah, like leaf and all that. Okay, fine, new updates, but nothing too major. But the the um, the three hopes uh, collaboration, yeah, that thing is all right. Not bad, not bad. Well, I mean, we're, we're getting Shaz, we're getting Monica, and we're getting legendary version of oh, the, their legendary ascended, 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 ascended. <laughs> of and you know that's pretty cool. I was surprised to see Shaz in there. You know. I guess it shouldn't be because it's been a few months since he's been out. So that was pretty cool. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad they're, again, they're embracing the, what do you want to call them, the spinoffs, you know, because we got the um, FE Mirage people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be coming back soon. Yeah, that's going to be coming back. What do you mean it's going to be coming back? Um, they did say they're like, uh, we're going to like the, but, 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 what was it? Uh, I think it was the former units. They will be bringing back the, the, former, uh, the former unit battles. Like, it's including a special skills that were not involved including in the first time they were released so wow. they will be bringing back the former unit battles once again in case you have any extra former units former souls to to use on them so there's that as well as a couple of updates but nah, again updates here and there so overall it's a nice it's a nice update we're going to the um, inclusion of the rearmed units so who knows we'll probably get like with a new weapon or like something else but the fact you can actually change with actually use um actually inherit these weapons without losing the units yeah you can it, it opens up a lot of different strategies so yeah 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 so uh but yeah there's there's been a lot going on and hopefully you've been enjoying your games especially spittoon 3 so with that we are ending this episode of the nintendo entertainment podcast had a good show had a good show not gonna say his name. Actually, I've already said his name, so I guess we are in the clear. Yes, yes, so, yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. we did. So, again, let us know what you've thought of Splatoon. What's your favorite part uh, of it so far? Uh, and who are you going to root for in the Splatfest? Go ahead and let us know before we do our settle it and splat next week. Remember, it's gear, grub, and fun. You oh no! 
What? They missed the opportunity. Gear grub and games. Ah, true. Messed up with the G's. The G's. Right there. I mean, granted, I just thought of it, but I wasn't trying to think of it before. I was just thinking, yeah, whatever. Uh, gear grub and fun, which should be games. Uh, <laughs> what what was your favorite part of the direct? What of the game? What of the announced games were you most excited for? And which ones do you know you're gonna? be buying on day one especially on february 24th of next year because remember there's like five games coming out that day uh and what what games do you hope do get announced uh eventually like you know i don't know metroid prime 4 or you know advanced wars return who knows uh let us know in the comments below so for skull kit scott and warrior will i am triforce time ladies and gentlemen we are out of time we are not out of lives and hopefully this recorded so raise the flag Thank <music> you.